<laughs> Welcome to the Paid in Full podcast. New episode, new, 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 new. This is JP and Mia. I am Mia, by the way. JP is my husband. It's Mia and JP. Is it? Is it really that way? Yes. Okay. M and J. <laughs> Hello. Uh, welcome to the newest episode. If you are a first-time listener, hey, this should be a really awesome adventure for you. If you are a return listener, welcome back. We're so excited. Everyone is here. Everybody's in the room. How you feeling, JP? <laughs> you said everybody in the room. It's me. In the room, as in everybody listening, babe. Okay. I thought you were talking about my jeans. <laughs> so, how are you feeling? How's it going? How are things? I'm ready to fall back so we can spring forward. Okay. All right. I see you with Boom. your little pole up. Bars. Yeah, because it's going to get really dark uh, within the next uh, 12 hours here. So, um. Not the f- more, not the most fun time of year, but it's still going to be Christmas and all the winter holidays. So it's going to be all good. We're excited, you know. Um, so uh, I understand that I have um, acquired several new listeners from my uh, place of business. <laughs> so hey, everybody! Uh, I know it's going to be a little different listening to this episode specifically, and then seeing me in the hallways, but. It's going to be all good. <laughs> so I bet. <laughs> but um, today, <laughs> see, and he already messing with me. Go ahead. So today, our episode is going to focus on um, sexual relations and how our intimacy can move our relationship. So I've been calling this the sex episode since about episode three or four when we were way at the beginning and kind of planning out topics we wanted to talk about. And so I've been wanting to kind of dive into the sex episode with JP for a while. So this has been a long time in the making and um, a couple of revelations will be Revealed here that revolution, revolutions and revelations will be televised. Mm, Something like like that. Kim Kardashian and Ray J. Mm, I don't know if it's going to get that deep. I don't know if I want to go there, but um, but we're going to talk about some things. Um, I do want to say do not listen to this podcast episode around children because children will hear words and they will copy said words and then you'll have to do some explanations. So if there are little people around you then i would say at this point in time please exit them stage left from the room where you are listening the word of the day is bang 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 skeet 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 pretty much and if you're in the car then we're just gonna wait till the kids are out of the out of the car so there you go um and this is a very candid episode we're going to be talking about some things that are very personal and um in hopes that we can shed some light on what we do in our relationship and that could help others Um, who are seeking out some answers, perhaps, to some questions that they are afraid to answer, so or that they are afraid to uh, project. So, yeah, high expectations, but here we are. You ready, JP? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Ready to go. Absolutely. So this might be the Patreon episode. Uh, So here we uh, go. Spicy. uh, 
All right. So I'm going to um, start off with just a kind of point blank question for you. It's probably wide open, but I want to see where you go. So you're ready to rumble. All right. So how does it feel to have married a virgin? A tremendous amount of pressure. <laughs> a lot. A lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Do you think that pressure is still there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's a lot of pressure for the virgin as well. You weren't a. Let's be be clear. You weren't okay. a virgin when we got married. When we got married, you were a virgin when I met you. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Yes, but there's but, there's still a lot of pressure mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. The way I the reason why I said it as married is because I still have some mind things that I'm working through in terms of intimacy and that sort of thing that still has the qualities of a virgin. So even as being married for 11 years, um, I'm still working through some things and reversing some things that I know to um, have been taught to me while I was younger. So that's why I said it the way I said it. So there's some method to this madness. Check me down, shorty. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we'll give the readers a little bit of context or some background about that specific topic. Um, when I met JP, I was 20 and actively trying to lose my virginity. Actively trying. And only because <laughs> I'm going to just, just straight out, hey, college, <laughs> college was real. I mean, you know. I went to an HBCU. There was always some type of, you know, someone attractive around me. Everybody, it felt like everybody was having sex and having good sex. And I was having none because I had not started. I didn't know how to figure it out. Like I was dating, you know, guys. I was at the time, you know, dating guys. Um, But I just hadn't allowed myself to say I was serious enough with one guy for him to take my virginity not me I was trying to send the kum kum through the through the mail I wasn't not through the mail I mean I was just like was holding writing, on to it it was, was in a little letters. box yeah I was right <laughs> I had it in like a little box and I was kind of just holding it out because <laughs> dear Jesse come and get it <laughs> so who is Jesse um so it was I I had felt as if I had made my way through high school without having done it and I went to a high school where there were lots of pregnant girls walking around. Um, Some women, I I didn't even know they had had a child. Like, I'm learning now. We in our late 30s. I'm learning now they have a kid who just graduated college. And I'm like, wait, high school, college? I'm like, wait a minute. How old are we? Where did that kid come from? So it was as if everybody had had sex but me. And I was like, wait, okay. I'm learning about how to do everything else. You know, I was... Learning about, you know, I mean, pretty much girls, you know, we learn about oral sex one way. It's, you know, practice with the banana. So (laughs) learning about the banana. I said, okay, the banana sex, I get that. I learned what a vibrator was. I learned how that works. I learned everything else but actual penetration intercourse. Never got to get that done. And I was like, look, hey. So by the time I got to college, it was like. Do me, I, I, okay, okay, I, I get you, but time yes. out, flag on the play. Oh my God, he's um, gonna flag let's, me. Y'all. Let's reverse course. Okay. Um, probably about 
38 words ago what's what's what like like maybe i'm learning something new here okay. too what's the banana thing okay so and usually like on on them in the movies we're talking about the early the 2000s all right ledge. let's go all right so we talking about the early 2000s where in movies they often show a young lady learning how to go down on a man by using a banana because a banana is the closest thing we could find that was the shape and the length of a man's penis. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, that you learn how to how to perform the act of oral sex on the banana. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to throw in a trivia sex. question right now. Okay, what's um, your trivia question? If someone out there can give me the name of a movie with that that is in, I will send you some Beats Flex headphones. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, um, that's a giveaway. So oh, yes, not, email us at email us at paidinfull at gmail dot com. Paidinfull gmail dot com. Have the have the movie and the scene, and I will send you some Beats Flex headphones. Dun, dun, dun. Johnny's just gonna do a giveaway in the middle of the episode. Okay. All right. So there may Beats be more. Flex it is. In the middle of the episode, the name of a movie where a young lady learns fellatio on a banana. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll leave that up to the readers and see what happens. Yeah. Paidinfullpod at gmail.com. Yeah, get my Oprah on. All right. You <laughs> so. get some headphones. You get headphones. <laughs> okay. Go. No, they're like real beats, y'all. Let's go. All right. So, once I got to college, it was like at a fever pitch because I was, I felt as if I was mature enough emotionally ready i was very curious i wanted to have sex and so i was literally like you said holding it out in front of like every guy i was dating i was like hey look i got this you want to see precious. it Come my precious, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was i don't want to say like i was like tremendously horny but i guess yeah. that's what it was like i was like i'm ready to have sex i'm ready to make that leap with someone and you keep talking because i'm i'm going to express i'm going to express a beef with you later but you continue okay (laughs) i'm nervous about this beef so anywho so by the time i met jp you know it was still you know my hymen was still intact basically so i was like all right this is just (laughs) this is just going this is going nowhere. I am the virgin who no longer wanted to be a virgin. Yeah. So, and I felt like I was the last one on earth. My God. YouTube is going to flag us. So, <laughs> I hope not. Sorry, YouTube. Um, so, we got together, right? We talked about it. I know we talked about that <laughs> that night that we met because I was, at the time, I was, you know, uninhibited with, like, my boobs so i was like hey i can walk around with no bra on false advertisement yeah because here's the thing with that ladies false advertisement you are you're advertising like the boobs automatically he automatically think that oh I'm, she's easy i can just get that real quick and in exit so um but i was just uninhibited i was like hey you know i'm ready not but him not knowing that i had still not had full intercourse um yeah, so I thought this was gonna be JP. Uh, one and done. <laughs> yeah. um, second day I'm out the park. Oh yeah, this is gonna be great. Then Um <sighs> Yeah. It was when I told him Topless. Of course, topless. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. I was I was just like, hey, bra off. Um 
he was like, nah, nah. I was like, I'm, I'm a virgin. <laughs> you know, girls tend to say that a lot, even if it's not true. So, And me being who I am, <laughs> I actually bust out laughing at he her. And, um, I was like, what? I actually what? Heard, I heard her feelings because she took off running, crying into the bathroom. Right. And I, I was at like, this well, point, I was... About to, about to leave his hotel room because I'm not trying to catch no charge. <laughs> I know. Now I'm thinking back on it. Oh, you that, poor that's, thing. That's scary. That was and a, very misleading. That was scary and unnecessary. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it as a 37-year-old woman and not a 20-year-old kid because that's who I was. I was a 20-year-old kid. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So you had to coax, you know, coax me out of the we bathroom. almost didn't make it to day three. <laughs> Day three, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it was an understanding. I think you were like, all right, I'm just going to kind of let her have this for now. And we'll just see where it goes. And so that's how it kind of flowed. It was like, let's try it out. And I was like, oh, no, wait, time out, time out. Eh, eh, eh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hurt, hurt, pain, pain, hold on. And you were like, okay, yeah, she might be, <laughs> she might be telling the truth a little bit. So... I think we we got uh, through our first year. It was a year before we actually. I need gentleman uh, credits because I waited a year. (laughs) He gets major gentleman credits because he did wait. And he told me that I was worth the wait. He said, I will wait to when you're ready. Because, of course, I thought I was until we were actually trying and then it became a lot of hence, hence the beef fear. Hence, yeah. hence the beef. Okay, so what's you the what's you the went beef? from putting put it in the mail and googling it before Google was out <laughs> and on you know, Black Planet with your little Kim poses and all this stuff. <laughs> you went from that to ow, 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 ow. being going from a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> going a year. Yeah. So yeah. <sighs> Poor JP. Nice yeah. guys. I'm a nice guy. He is. Okay. Continue. He didn't try to take advantage of me or anything like that. It was it was very like, all right, when you're ready, hey. We'll try it again later on. Hey, it's all good. There's a lot of heavy petting. That's what they would call it. A lot of frustrations. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to go back. <laughs> He's thinking about 24-year-old JP. Um, and this poor little shriveled up shriveled up little girl in the corner over there looking crazy so man have I come a long way yeah so (laughs) but there are still some things to learn Mm -hmm. so so there you have it love Uh, so my husband took my virginity and I am happy to say that Um, so (laughs) so there you go Um, of course like he said it's pressure so we'll talk about that pressure in a little bit a whole bunch yes yes so there you go um so i wanted to get into um intimacy issues that a lot of psychologists psychologists say that they hear a lot about because of course one of the main um anchors in any relationship let alone a marriage relationship is ensuring that your intimacy game is on point because that whether people want to admit it or not, being physically attracted and having some type of physical intimacy is super important in a relationship. If you are not having the sex in your relationship, sweetie, you're going to have some major issues coming up real quick, like coming up fast 
because we live in a world where sex is everywhere in our face, readily available. We have it more so than generations ahead of us or behind us, I guess. And so it's almost as if, I mean, you have to just to relieve the stress of it, but it's also important because partners may be, um, their love language may be physical touch. And that is part of how they love. So, right? Because I have a partner whose love language is physical touch. Mm -hmm. So, and that takes some, some going. So I looked up, I have my handy notebook. Because, of course, your wife's a researcher. Um, I looked through several different websites, one being Psychology Today, because I wanted the most credible sources. And I compiled a list of common issues with intimacy in a relationship. Okay. And so I'm going to read off some of these common issues. It um, did not specify specifically heterosexual versus homosexual. I think it just had all of them together. And so... It doesn't matter. We're doing this for everybody. We're very inclusive. Um, whether you have um, either relationship, that's it's for everyone. Okay. Um, so some of the common issues. First one is unrealistic expectations. And so in parentheses, I have one partner or the other trying to have fantasy sex, like pornography sex, all the time, or one partner expecting that the other partner should initiate because of their gender. So that the man should always initiate it because he's the man. So that's unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, insufficient foreplay, being that the woman um, sometimes does not feel um, physically ready enough to have sex, mm-hmm. which leads to painful intercourse because e. some women have painful intercourse all the time and their partner has no idea. Um, arousal issues, and we'll get into this a little bit as well. Um, lack of emotional intimacy. So it's talked about how some women don't feel as if their partner is emotionally available to start basically mental foreplay with them before they get in the mood to actually have intercourse. Mental foreplay. Mm-hmm. Mental foreplay. I'm, I'm going to get into it. Um, fear of unplanned pregnancy, of course. Some people are nervous, so their performance is not up to par because they're trying <laughs> to like, pull out or something like that, not to have a baby. <laughs> right? I mean, I can imagine that it would definitely impact your performance. Um, anxiety, performance anxiety is another one that they listed. Not feeling as if um, you're very good at it. Um, <laughs> I have. I'm e- trying to be mature. I know, I know. <laughs> ED or premature ejaculation. ED. Yes, erectile dysfunction for that's ED. Mm-hmm. Um, a lack of communication mm-hmm. about sex. I don't want, I don't want no, no man and man. Okay, go ahead. And body slash brain changes. So changes, everyday changes that can impact your intimacy. So these were, a, it's a long list of common issues within intimacy in any type of physical relationship. So does any of those stand out to you? Because I know you started giggling. Which one did you giggle at? Performance I giggled, anxiety. I giggled at all of them. <laughs> Um, it's, Why do you start at the top with unrealistic expectations? expectations. Uh huh. Um, you say porn. <laughs> yeah, well, they say that some partners 
try to have pornography sex or fantasy sex with their partner before asking them if they're comfortable enough to put their leg behind, you know, put your ankle behind your neck. Like they just go ahead and try to fold the other partner into that position without actually saying, hey, do you want me to try to you know put in your ear i don't know like that's that's some 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 of us better have realistic expectations um because some some people may not have the the lengthage is that a word lengthage (laughs) i made up a word yeah but lengthage (laughs) sounds even better the, the length for some of that stuff so be you might might disappoint yourself so be be realistic uh, in what what you can and can the can and cannot do girth is not always it huh? I, I didn't say girth i said length i know but i'm saying they be thinking that because it's wide that it's just gonna do the same thing oh and it's God. not there yeah i mean go. i've heard that before there you go but i mean you know i hear a lot babe yeah <laughs> so <laughs> unrealistic expectations yeah that they think that hey it's okay for me to try to fold her into that and or fold him into that and it's They'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, can't put it in my ear. Mia. Yes, my love. Random question. Yes, love. Do you know any porn stars? Do I know any do personally? You know, do you know? I'm not. Do you know? I hope you don't know any. Baby, I don't know. You didn't specify. Do okay. you know the names of any porn stars? Yes. Who? What's that Jenna chick? She probably was. <laughs> this is 1979. <laughs> the hell Jenna you been Jameson. watching? Boogie Nights? <laughs> I don't know any lady like ninety years old. I don't know. I don't know them by name, just face. But I don't know. I don't know their names. Okay, just just asking. But yeah, obviously you haven't been. I haven't watched in a while. You watched that bush stuff. The what stuff? When they had the bushes, but go. Oh my god. Uh Go. Well, I don't have. I didn't have pornography readily available. Until like much later, until college, not even college, like it was after college. Okay. So, because I had nobody around me who had porn that I could just get and watch. Okay. I got you. You were the only one who introduced me to a lot of it. Okay. And the last one we watched has been a minute. Okay. So, okay, we'll talk about porn in a second. To be clear, (laughs) that was not porn. I know, I would imagine. That softcore stuff that you, them Showtime specials, the Mm -hmm. Zanes and. Mm Heat seekers. Heat seekers was good. Bust, busty, <laughs> busty beauties. Busty whore. beauties from some outer space uh-huh. on HBO. That don't count. That's not porn. But okay. go. All right. So, porn is a whole other topic. It is. Um. All right. So here we go. We went through common issues. What I want to do for us, since this is again like a marriage counseling session for us. Is talk about some of the. She um, gonna put me out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna. I want you she to talk to me, me too. I'm gonna be on the couch. Rick. Talk about some of the, um, more some of the hindrances within our intimate relationship that we need to tackle, and yeah, like the some of the things that we would like to tackle currently, and let me preempt it by saying. This is probably the first major sex conversation we've had in a while. Because I don't remember, maybe, I don't want to say pre-kids because that sounds bad because the little guy is eight. So I don't want to say we haven't talked about it in eight years. But, of course, we're talking about it in front of how many thousands of people listen to our podcast. So There's five or six <laughs> people that listen to this and two of them are our kids. <laughs> but, but they can't listen to this one. So, <laughs> um. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna say some things. JP knows when I get unfiltered, I'll just kind of say it. So I don't I don't want anyone to be um, uncomfortable. So I do want to just let you know I'm gonna be talking about some things here. So if you're already uncomfortable, welcome. Um, all right. So you can go I back to... to the last episode where I talk about my blindness, <laughs> or the one before that, <laughs> blue in those damn short ribs. There are plenty of other, other episodes, episodes for you to listen to before this lady gets over here and gets to talking. Yes, we'll give you a second to make that move. Um, so we've went through common issues, some of which will sort of overlap with some of the things that I, um, that I've noted here for us to work on. And, um, so I'm going to kind of consolidate these down just a little bit, because a lot of it is one thing that has several different pieces. And so I will say one, and I want you to know, confirm that for me or have another response to that. Does that make sense? I believe so. Okay. Okay. So we'll just try out one. Um, all right. First thing for us, definitely parenting. Parenting is a hindrance for consistent, and I'm going to say for consistent sex the way we like it. Parenting is a hindrance. So do you agree or disagree? I agree to disagree. Um, we got it. I do agree with with the point with with what you said, but uh-huh. I disagree with um, that it that it is uh, a major hindrance. Um, okay. It's more so of kind of what we talked about before, where you have to kind of let go of the reins. They mm. the kids are relying on you, and you kind of jump at the drop of a dime. So you got to let go. A little bit, especially with them getting older. older. Drew came to you today for you to open up his hot dog bun. <laughs> and I was, oh. I started the opening and then yes. I was like, no, 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 you got to do this. But that's, that's just an example. You have to start letting go. Because mm-hmm. when they leave, it's just going to be me. I know. And I want you, but I don't want you to be like, I've, I've been gone for 18 years. <laughs> So now, now you'll know who I am. Okay. Um, and now it's a little better because the kids don't. Jai she sleepwalked the other night, but uh, Drew Bear used to sleepwalk a lot, and that would interrupt my sleep. And they never interrupt Daddy. They always interrupt Mommy. Like he would just come to my side and stand over me like Chucky, holding up a knife. Like I'm like. Drew, do you need something? And it was it was a lot. It was at least once a week. And so my sleep pattern was sh- shocked into, you know, unnecessary stress. I was always tired. So and that's what I mean by parenting. You know, when they throw up in the bed, it's mommy. They don't come to daddy. I think they came to you once not because I was out of there. But that's what I mean. Just and that's going to get into fatigue a little bit. Um, but you, you you said something that I'm going to go into. I'm going to say a wandering mind slash mental stress is a hindrance for me, not necessarily you, because you do a really great job of cutting it off and being in the moment. And so for me, my brain, like you said, I don't have I can't undo the reins. I'm a horn bucket. So <laughs> but I have to learn how to. Do you agree that I need to turn off the tabs in my brain computer? Very quickly. 
<laughs> expeditiously. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we agree. All right, so I'm, I just put wandering mind. I put that in quotation marks. And don't get me twisted. I'm not. I'm not trying to crap. This isn't a crap on me a session. No, it's not. No, no. These are <laughs> things that we've talked about that JP has brought up in passing conversation. We're just sitting down and cracking into it and getting into it and kind of ironing out our plan for going forward. So we're doing some personal development here. Um, I wrote for you. I put JP here. Frequency and content. Do you think that is a hindrance for us? Frequency defined as how much we do and content is exactly what we do. It's more, I would say more so frequency. Okay. Um, what, what, what was it? Context. Content. Content. Mm-hmm. That don't matter. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm a guy, so it's your guy, guy. The end result's always gonna be the same, so <laughs> it don't matter with with that. I I we we just want we just want it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for you, Bae, I mean, I don't want you to sound like you know, just give it to me now, give it to me now. Um, but I think for you, you are a um. You need to be touched. Like, again, your love language is physical touch. For you to feel loved by me, I need to make some type of physical contact with you frequently in a day. And unfortunately, our day is 6 to 9.30. If that, you know, sometimes it gets cut because I'm home working, which I am working on. This has been my first week of not working as much. And so I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't see that as being bad. I think that... If we touch and it ends up turning into that, that's beautiful. But if we don't and my husband still feels loved because I have given him a hug and I have held him, then I think that's a positive as well. Hugs are for winners. Yes, hugs hugs are for winners. That's a really great end quote. We need that on a bumper sticker. So... Um, Let's see. What else do I have? Mismatched sex drives. Do you think we're mismatched sometimes? Should I define a, it a little more? That's an incomplete question. Okay. All right. So I will do a follow-up. That's a little more about me. <laughs> um, I often suffer from a low sex drive or a low libido. And I know this because if I attempt to... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the word for it. It's a word that, they, that the kids use now as in trying to... Like pre, it's pre something. Pre, like start the game up early. Pre game. Yeah, is it called pre game? If I try to pre game, my even with just me knowing what I know about my body and and I know how to touch my body to make myself, you know, um, turn myself on. Even sometimes when I do that, I don't get turned on, and it's like okay, it's all in my brain. It's in my brain. What's going on with my brain? And so my libido has dropped especially after having pushed out two kids. Like this is a known fact across psychological websites. It is a known fact that women's libido often tremendously does not come back from having children. So that's what I wanted to kind of go with that. I got you. I got a sidebar. Okay, Um, what you got? Because I'm thinking maybe we could start with 
introducing you to some 80s porn because clearly you've been watching <laughs> 70s porn. So maybe we can start with, with the 80s. Start with the 80s, the 80s and then move into move the 90s. 90s. Is there maybe 2000s? You, maybe you maybe it's been because you've been watching that Quaker porn. Maybe. Well, baby, we gotta help it. We're gonna put that here. I'm gonna write that down. Put that on the list. 80s porn. Yeah. Watching okay. that Amish porn and the that's been shot in candlelight. <laughs> yeah. You need some HD. Well, mate, yeah, because I I don't know. See? Enlightening. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and, and I'm not gotta, afraid gotta of pornography. Some, I will some watch 80s it. porn. Oh my God. Ugh, as long as I don't have no music. It's always I gonna am, have music. I hate the music though. And that's the thing with porn. The music makes me crazy because it's in the way. Like, get the music out of here. Like, I'm trying not to hear that music. If you're focusing on the music, I try and not that's to. That's part it's, of the problem. That's part of a problem I too. See. You sh- I know you, what you, you don't wander in mind. You're you are completely off task. <laughs> Instead of off task, let's just put it on mute then, and let me just visually watch because I'm a visual learner. Okay. Okay. If part two of the giveaway, if you know some great eighties <laughs> porn. Oh my- Please send it to paid in full podcast at gmail gmail dot com. It's paid in full pod at gmail dot com. We will we're, we're gonna start at the eighties and work our way up. <laughs> work our way up. Yes, I, I would like some really. Now I'm looking for. I, I don't have a specific type of porn I like, but I I prefer women. Honestly, and that's not to say, you know, like I'm physically, you know, I mean, women's bodies are beautiful. That's basically what it is. So, hey, even better. So, yeah. Um, All right. So you don't agree that's mismatched more so than that. It's just different on different days. It's it's not. I wouldn't say it's mismatched because, again, I'm not. I'm not the complete horn bucket because, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't humping when I was 14 or nothing. I started I started later, mm-hmm. so Aww. I'm I'm cool mm-hmm. on it, but I don't mind having it. <laughs> okay. It wasn't it was not from it was not from lack of effort mm-hmm. in trying. Okay. So I got you. I'll take it whenever I can. <laughs> so. <laughs> Got you. Would I prefer? Would I like to have it a little bit more frequently? Absolutely. Yes, frequency. But okay, I I get you, and I'm willing to work with you on it. Okay. See, this is this is how it happens. This is <sighs> we're at a different stage <laughs> in our marriage. <laughs> God. Where he's gonna work with work with it. We're gonna get we're gonna get over the hump. <laughs> so, how about initiation awkwardness? What do you think about initiation? Do you think we have a task initiation uh, difficulty? Yes. I okay. And I, I pinpointed that. I was like, that's what that's a, that's a one thing. I'm like, do you start? Do I start? Do we just like I feel like if we turn over at the same time, we gonna like bump heads? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. No, I've 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 honestly taken a back seat. I know. And that because of the the difference in mm-hmm. how how we operate. Mm-hmm. I because you've been a barrier. I'm a barrier. It's a barrier. Thing. Yeah. So I kind of okay. I kind of I'm on your timetable. I know a little bit. Okay. So and that's 
also a thing that a lot of guys have issues with with when that's one of the things they say when when you get married Mm -hmm. the sex stops it's not necessarily like that Mm -hmm. but that's kind of the out there uh, misconception misconception. perception of it once you get married it stops and a lot of that has to do with um, a man we we kind of want to put in to put in perspective want Mm -hmm. to hunt Mm-hmm. With the with the, the with female kind of being the prey, okay, and then a lot of guys feel once they get married, they lose that their opportunity. So if hunt. you're if you're okay. not, because when you're when you're single, mm-hmm. if you're not having sex, mm-hmm. it's generally because you struck out. Mm, okay. But once you get into a marriage, it's kind of you are on the timeline of another person, mm-hmm. and it kind of. You kind of lose that. You lose that hunt. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, and I think it, it, it can happen the opposite way as well because a woman can be the higher drive, higher sex drive kind of person and the man have the lower, the lower drive and she can't get it from him as often as she feels as if she should. And that's often when people make the mistake of looking outside of their relationship. Infidelity, entanglements. To, to get that. Whatever Will is doing that <laughs> no that nobody knows. He has a <laughs> he has a ironclad NDA because yeah, we ain't heard yeah. nothing yet. Mm-mm. But Jada don't have so much. It seemed like she would have learned. Anywho, um, yeah. So initially okay, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then I have for me uh, a disconnection with a sexual self or a sexual identity. I don't have one. I don't have her. And and it's I, I think I attribute it to two main things, like on all honesty. Um, growing up, I was um, a product of young parents. Um, I would be what people would call an oops baby to a point. Um, but I had um, a young mother. Um, and the major messaging that I received, messaging from my mother, about sex was wait till you're married. And I think that was a lot of 80s, you know, 80s parenting was wait till you're married, wait till you're married, wait till you're married. And it was never like, if you decide to have sex, this is what it should feel like. This is what a man should do. This is what you should, you should do to protect yourself. It was wait until you're married. That was the messaging. So I didn't have a opinion about having sex I just didn't because my mom told me not to so I was very green in that way I was very like very green like about nothing Um, and it wasn't until like high school it would puzzle me as to how these girls got pregnant and I knew you got pregnant from having sex like I wasn't like (laughs) dumb dumb diddy but it was like wow we can we could have sex like it didn't occur to me that I could have sex because I'm 14 15 you thought you needed a permission slip Maybe because my mom always said, just wait till you have, wait till you got married. So it was like, all right. And I was such an obedient child. I was like, all right, well, I'm just not going to do it until, you know, I don't know. You, you learn stuff as you get older. You know, my best friend, she was in a, you know, I would imagine as a, you know, very physical relationship at the time. And I was just learning from her and I'm like, well, that sounds fun. And then you learn what kissing feels like. And it's like, well, if it feels close to kissing, kissing is great. So <laughs> when did you have your first kiss, Mia? First real one, seventh grade. 
seventh grade. Mm -hmm. um, I know his name and everything. I remember what he looked like. He it was at King's Dominion theme park. King's Dominion. King's Dominion, because that's what we call it. King's Dominion, because I'm from Virginia. When we sort of, you know, we can be little country accents. King's Dominion. And I remember it had rain, like the whole park had to shut down because it had thunderstorms. So we were just stuck in the store for like two hours. And so when the sun came back out, everybody was excited. They were going on like some roller coaster. And I was like, well, I don't do roller coasters. I'm gonna go get some ice cream. And the little dude, um, I don't want to say his name because I don't know where he is in the world right now. But little dude who was my quote unquote boyfriend at the time, he like kissed me and ran off. And I didn't realize that I had just got my first kiss. Until he was gone. Like, he, like, kissed me. And I was like, who? Like, I was kind of stuck there with my lips, like, hmm. Because he did it. And then he he was gone. And I opened my eyes, like, oh, he's gone. And he never did it again. Like, I was never. Was it I No. He just, he we always talked about, he always said he wanted to kiss me. And I was like, all right, we'll do it. You got to do it. And he did it and he ran. So, <laughs> I don't know. But my, I think, I think I had a little boy kiss me on the cheek in first grade. And I know who he is, too. Like, I, I know our names because all of us grew up and we all went to the same schools. Mm -hmm. So he kissed me on the cheek <clears throat> in first grade. So that was one of those things that I remember. But my first one was seventh grade. And uh, got it and, and ran off. And, you know, seventh grade relationships. We were probably together three weeks. And that's a long time <laughs> in seventh grade. So that was my first kiss. Gotcha. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't awkward. It wasn't weird. He just, like, ran. And I was like, well, what happened? So I don't remember kissing him after that. I think we broke up late soon after because, you know, seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So when was yours? You remember yours? When was mine? Mm-hmm. You remember? Um, I told you already know that I was used because mm -hmm. I was I was cute when I was little. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, and then my brothers and so my, my brothers were 15 and 13 years older than me. So yeah. they were kind of in the. It was in the streets in, already. In the, in the prime real estate of trying to get busy. <laughs> ah, so that was yeah. kind of my, my upbringing. So <laughs> I was. He was a cute baby. A little little perverted. <laughs> so I pro I'd probably say my first kiss was probably about like when I was about seven, six <laughs> or seven. You were going around kissing yeah, the girls. I'm, I'm, wa I'm watching my, <laughs> my 19 and 21 year old brother at the time. I'm I'm following like, what mm, what they doing I'm, right, and they push their faces against the girl faces like oh okay yeah. I can do that too, yeah well yeah so I honestly don't remember but I know it was early because mm -hmm. I was manish <laughs> manish <laughs> what kind of verb is that <laughs> you were manish oh well yeah I mean you were following yes big brothers so and you can't help that's what you you know that's what you saw so yes okay. and and, I, and it's like oh yeah. See, and again, I was I was a late bloomer. I late bloomed. I had all the body parts in terms of my physical appearance. You know, I had boobs when I was eight, and we had to strap them joints down. And I had hips and everything else. And but my brain took a while to catch up. And by the time I was there, everybody had already done it and had kids. <laughs> so I was late. Um, thus, some of the, a lot of the awkwardness. That I still feel in the lack of identity. So that first, that first thing, just with my upbringing, was part, um, and then um, disconnection in terms of um, I forgot what I was gonna do for my other one. Dang it, it's gone. 
all right, I'm going to come back to that because it's going to pop back up. Mostly it was just the upbringing, though, and, and that I didn't have an identity because I wasn't taught any type of sexual, like, freedom at all. Like, it was always just strap it in and, and don't do nothing. And then when it was, when my mother, mama figured out that we had had sex or that we were probably thinking about it, she just straight up asked me, you want to go on birth control? Like, in the kitchen, in the in the house. And, I, and I'm, at the time, 21. And I was like, I... <laughs> like was like okay all right and so I went on birth control and it was almost as if she was giving me permission to have sex at the time and I was like yeah I just got permission and so I guess like you said if I needed a permission slip that's what it was mm-hmm. yeah so Ooh. I did Jesus. I still do not have an identity however and I think what this like works and does not work for me is that I have a lot of knowledge but I don't know how to apply the knowledge so because i'm a i'm a geek i'm a word geek so i get information i just don't know how to start so yeah yeah and i was a cheerleader it was probably expected that i should have known and was it was active and i was not i dated football players and none of them could get it and that's that's very different so (sighs) (laughs) it was it was very different i was different yes ma'am so um let me see what i got so let's take a look at a couple of these here we won't i want to set some goals with you here and now on this day of our recording of things that i want us to start to work on in terms of increasing um the quality of our intimate relations so i'm gonna have a challenge not just for myself, but for you as well, for things that I want to be intentional about when it comes to loving my husband the way he wants to be loved and the way he should be loved, like all, all honesty. Because if I don't love him, then I don't expect that my husband will go out and find it. But likely a lot of men and women will go out and find it if you're not willing to try and, and do better. And I'm always on my do better, my do better shit. So... Here's number one me for my do more better. Me and more than me on this podcast. Let's just be clear. Let's put it out there that the last podcast you said three words and I said none. So this how about is a that? 14 episode type thing. <laughs> so it's fine. Trivia I don't... question number three. Go back through all of our episodes <laughs> and tally up all of the cuss words and let us know who has cuss more, or more cuss words. Is it Mia or oh is my, it Johnny? Oh my God. So. I'll give you an undisclosed cash prize for this. <laughs> All right. So, anywho, it's fine. I don't curse day to day, even though I be wanting to cuss out the kids. But I don't. I don't curse at your kids. So, it is stress relief. Thank you. So, anywho, um, first thing I want us to talk about is um, discussing what makes us feel good often. So, what I want us to do is talk about what makes us... What turns us on often? Because I think in my brain, I'm, I'm always like, JP knows what I like. But then it's like, does he? Does he really? Does he? Because I'm thinking about our initiation awkwardness. I'm like, mm, right now, pushing 37, because I'll be 37 in a few weeks. Does he really know what you like? Have you verbalized where to touch you on your body for him for, to turn you on. Does he know this? And I'm like, mm, it's probably been some, some time since we had this conversation. 
So both of us, because what we need to work on is initiation, right? And that's a major thing. And I think the second one that I have on the list is going to help with that. But I think we should be more candid regarding um, how to turn ourselves on. Yes? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then the other one that kind of builds off of that is having sex and not just intercourse. And so I looked up the definition of sex, sexual relations or sexual activity has an emotional component to it. And they said a lot of couples who actively do different, a variety of sexual activities and not just, you know, bang, 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 bang all the time they're likely to be more satisfied in their um, marital relations than couples who just go straight to, you know, digging the pain, basically. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's going to help as well. Those are something else that I want us to to dive into as well. Sure. <laughs> JP is shut down on me. No, sure. I'm here. You're, you're listening to yeah, me? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. And then last one here is figuring out what works. Of course, that's coming up with discussing what makes us feel good and creating a sexual identity for the both of us. So that's going to come in with a lot of talking because I know things that would turn me on and what I would want. I would want you to know those things so that we can kind of pre-plan them out because some of them require a little bit of planning especially because we have little children who just kind of pop up unnecessarily at the bad time. So, so yeah. So that's going to all, you know, kind of go with discussing what makes us feel good, finding out what works for us and not, you know, trying to put it on the schedule or anything, but planning out and then having sex more instead of just intercourse. Word. Yeah. So... Yeah, and that's going to help us have an identity because what we need to figure out is what's what we like and not necessarily what society says we should like, right? Because we don't live, you know, we're not in the 50s. We don't have to be in the bed and missionary position all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, husband? About what you just said? Yeah. Any of those sound like something you want to tackle first? Like right now? <laughs> no, sure, you're going to go for it right now. but <laughs> No, no. Yeah, yeah. We can do that because the, the simplest thing, which is the, mm -hmm. the answer for all those for me, was just simple acknowledgement. Mm, acknowledgement of? Me. Just acknowledge you. Yeah. Yeah. And you and you've told you me just that. Want, sometimes you just want to feel that that you are there, and important. The, the other person acknowledges you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we had a, a you know JP has had several conversations with me very recently about my job consuming me, um, and it's a a bit much bigger conversation that I won't go into now, um, in terms of teaching um, and, and the state of education in our country. But anywho, um, so I have taken this week and I'm hoping I feel like I had like a B plus. Like I don't feel like I'm at an A yet. 
where I've chosen days that I will bring some work home and do a couple of things and then just shut it off. So more this week than probably this whole year, I have not worked at home and it's been amazing. Like I could look at my husband and his beautiful brown eyes (laughs) and I'm like, hey, those are really pretty. Wow. And play with the kids. I've been giggling with Drew and Jive and chasing them down the stairs. Like it's been refreshing. So I'm going to keep doing that. And I do want to devote a lot of energy to loving my husband. So you said acknowledging, but acknowledging and loving on my husband. Because I miss him terribly during the day. He doesn't think I do, but I do. So show it. Prove it. Sorry, that's the jam. Just stole all my thunder, but go ahead. <laughs> so, um, so let's do a preliminary sort of conversation to kind of to end our our discussion here. Oh, this ain't over because I'm jacking this podcast mm-hmm. in just a few. So, um, what makes us feel good? So, I want to start with you. I'm gonna point at you. What makes me feel that's a big that's that's a big question. Okay. So <laughs> what turns you on enough to get what puts you in the mood? We'll say let's put you in the mood. Opportunity. Opportunity. Oh man, that's a that's still kind of vague. Give me give me so the opportunity to To do it. Any Any, any. opportunity. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Any opportunity to, but me initiating. Not the necessarily. Okay. Just, that's that's kind of the, the, the state that we're in, but <laughs> opportunity. Okay. Opportunity, it puts you in the mood. See, that is a very man answer. <laughs> Last time I checked, that was a man. I, no, I mean, in terms of like. Non-specificity, because uh-huh. a woman, we're going to have specificity. specificity. I know what I'm saying. So a woman, we have much more detailed answers. That's all. And that's just the difference between Mars and Venus. That's it. It is. Yes. So. I'm okay. not going to make this. I'm not going to make it any difficult or <laughs> give it a long explanation. Okay. It's pretty to the point. Just opportunity. Opportunity. All right. And for me, the the main thing is having as much of a clear mind as possible first off because i can't be clear mind is the house clean that did i I turn on the dishwasher are the lights off that's that's what it is you know me and that's what it is because if i feel like is it 68 degrees drew is about to (laughs) no (laughs) if i feel like drew is about to walk in the room with a question i gotta make sure they like out of the picture completely um I'm just playing. No, you're not. So, <laughs> no, you're not. Um, and then it, I have to, I don't want to say be in the mood to get in the mood, but because that's what it is. Like, I got to like really, because it's different when we're like on vacation. You know, vacation sex is easy because none of that matters. Like the house and the kids and all that stuff is it's out of the equation. The key is not in the hotel room or we even if we're in a hotel room just by ourselves. I ain't got to clean this hotel room. I can tear this jank up and, you know, everything is good. So that is probably my main thing is just making sure that I have crossed all my T's. And if they're all crossed, then I am in much more mental state to be turned on, to allow myself to be turned on. 
So yeah, that's 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 where it is. I know you were joking, but it's that's what it is. <laughs> so okay. it had to be sixty eight degrees. It's that's cold. Like I like seventy one. Oh, Thank that's you. specific. Yes, it's seventy one. Specificity. 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 <sighs> so for you, it's opportunity. For me, it's a clear mind <laughs> to allow ourselves to be intimate. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Next. All right. You said you want to jack the podcast. What do you I want, want to you, say? I want you to finish what you got going on. No, you go ahead. Because I, I was just going to go a little bit into fantasies. But you you go. I want to hear where you're going. JP wants to, wants to drive. Do you regret... Or do you regret not having a whole phase? Is a whole phase important? That's that's the other one. You got it. Because I, I said do. I forgot why I don't have a sexual identity. I never had a whole phase. Is there such a thing as a whole phase? Yes. Is that a harsh term? No. And, and it, because before now, pre-2021, a hoe was seen as a really bad thing. Like, it was like anti, you don't want to be a hoe. Like, me growing up, you didn't want to be a hoe. Like, if you were called a hoe, it was like worse than calling you a bitch. Like, it was just a major thing. But now, girls call me, they be like, what up, hoe? Like, it's a, it's a term of endearment. And so, I'm like, wait, when did that change? But I learned about a hoe phase, having gone through in an all-women's college. And learning that it was like an empowering thing to have a moment in time where you were in charge, you were in control of what men, what men and women you dated, right? Because I, being at all women's college, I was um, able to meet a lot of women who dated women. Fine, do your thing, boo. But it it, it gave you an identity of of what you expect when you're having sex. Like I'm gonna get it this way. I like to be on top. I like to ride. He gonna have to just deal with it. I like his face when he comes and I'm on top. Like it was a lot of like very that specific. That counts as a cuss word, ladies and gentlemen. Is women? I would listen to conversations. Literally sitting in the hallway in the in the dorm in the in the fresh woman dorm or the or the sophomore dorm, sitting listening to these women have these fantastic conversations about last night and and what he did and how she put him out and was like, no, I don't want no relationship. I don't want to have a trip with you. And I was just sitting there in awe, like, oh, man, that sounds great. And I, I never had that. It was It's an empowerment. It's about an empowerment for me. And I, I'm like, well, is it too late for me to have a whole phase with my husband? Like, what, can I still have a whole phase what's even the, What's the plural definition of penis? Is it penises or is it peni? Penis. <laughs> <laughs> a group of peni. It sounds like something that you like hear on a Discovery Channel. Like in the distance, a group of peni so, in the pasture. So, so, do you regret not having one? I don't regret it, no, because I was going off of the identity that I had built for myself, which was a <laughs> whole librarian. lot of extra extra caution that li- I did. The librarian. Yeah, I was the librarian. And you. so now, but I don't regret it mostly because I feel as if I can still build one with you. Like I can still have some type of empowerment, sexual empowerment with my husband. I just have to find the the tutelage for it. I just got to find someone to kind of take me through that. So I yeah. got you. So it was it's the it's the it's the, it's the gift and the curse. Yeah. For me, because you because like you had said. a whole face. 
I wasn't going that way. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Was, Did you have a whole face? Huh? Huh? Did I had you? a moment in time. Okay, okay. But I was. But you wouldn't uh, call it a whole thing. No, we were okay. ta- we, we were talking about you. But okay. you you just <laughs> wanted to just blast me out there though. But that's cool. Again, I, go on. <laughs> it's, go on. It's, it's, it's it's the gift and the curse. Okay. Um, because I do appreciate you you giving me your virginity, but there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. that comes along. With that, mm-hmm. again, so like I said, we have to we have to put in a lot of work for it to even happen. Um, we're still we're still in the working phase. Mm-hmm. Um, some, not me per se, but mm-hmm. some some guys would not want to deal with the virgin because they wouldn't want that pressure. Yeah, and then they they kind of want to have ready made sex. When they're having sex, mm-hmm. <laughs> ready made like already like, hot. Like and spicy. she already know what to do. She she already know where to put yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So and that happens. So to so her. dealing with the virgin, mm-hmm. there's the pressure of teaching, mm-hmm. a lot of patience, experiencing, mm-hmm. and dealing with this person who does not have the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the flip side of that. That in the case that it doesn't work out that person moves on to somebody else who's better who's better than you and then you she she getting you warmed up getting tossed up against the wall and then you missing out on all the all the fun all the all the fun yeah with that yeah because you just kind of warmed up the oven and yeah she now you got the, now you got dexter cookies. throwing her up on the chandelier and shit right. <laughs> and she having a ball yeah, yeah, and you had to go through all the the, the, the slow phase. Yeah. Oh. So you're not going nowhere. Well, I'm, glad, I'm yeah. stuck. You stuck with me forever. <laughs> yeah, because no, you nobody's nobody's warm. gonna reap the, <laughs> nobody's gonna reap the benefits of my hard work. None. You've been working. Oh <laughs> so, my god. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can totally. I I completely understand all that. Because remember, I was telling you about that that show I used to watch. Oh man! What show? So, I'm married at first sight. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched. I think it was maybe uh, season eleven or twelve. Was based in Atlanta, which was the only reason why I watched <laughs> randomly. Because I was like, "Hmm, they in Atlanta. I'm gonna watch it." And so one of the couples, that, you know, it was a show about one of those random. They put two people together. And they had to get married before they even met. Kind of shows. And so the girl's name was, I don't know, Jade, Judith, Jamie, something. Don't I don't matter. Know. Don't I matter. didn't gave her a name. And she was adorable. Like, came down the aisle, real cute, natural hair. I was like, oh, she got natural hair. She's cute. And the dude she got married to was real cute. And they were like a perfect match. They had hit it off basically pretty much from the start. And then she was like, well, guess what? I'm a virgin. And he was like, okay. And so I think in his mind, you can tell. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) He was like, all right, that's cool. (laughs) But they were legally married at the time. And so they have this clause. It's like in 90 days, you get to determine whether or not you stay married. So, you know, at the time he was like, all right, let me see kind of how much of a version is she. Like, because, you know, there's levels to it a little bit. She was like. She was a she virgin was a virgin. virgin. She, would, <laughs> she was Jesus. She wouldn't mama. do nothing. She was Jesus. And then I mama. saw myself in her because I said, Oh my God, I wasn't that closed off. Like I was like willing to learn oral sex and other stuff. But she was like, Mm-mm, I don't wanna do that. 
Mm-mm, I ain't doing that either. And I'm like, girl, do you you don't want to stay married? And then she thought at the end of that 90 days she was going to stay married, but he was like, I don't want to stay married. And then she was crying. It was funny because <laughs> I was like, honey, what did you think was going to happen? And he was like, I want a girl who know how to have sex. <laughs> like, this is craziness. I wonder where they at now. That don't is crazy. Matter, they yeah. did the, like, the little reunion and they're, stuff. They're, so I saw myself and her. Yeah, there's pressure I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, he felt like he said that. He said that this is way too much pressure because I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for a wife and to make a long, long life connection. And I, I got this girl who didn't want me to touch her. Which was sad. So, and, and now to get I some feel usual real. sex. Mm-hmm. Some some consistency, consistency. So, yeah, man. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a question for me? No. Okay. So, we're gonna probably end up having a part two to this episode. I would imagine we're gonna update the the masses on our. Um, our new uh, endeavor. We're going to keep you posted on our porn journey. Like I said, we got to get me out of the 70s. He needs to get me. Yeah, I need to get new porn. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I don't remember talk, the last time I watched. She's talking about Isley Brother groupies. Oh, my God. I did not. So, is she really that old? I remember when she got re- when she retired. So She retired? Okay. Yeah, because yep. she had kids and yep. everything. Yeah, we're going to start, we gonna start, like we gonna start with some 80s. Okay, okay. And then work our way up and see. And even that is going to become like, what do I like and not like? So, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like that one. But I do like this one on the side. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll update the masses on that. Hey, y'all remember mm-hmm. when y'all had to, like, Sneak y'all mom, your your parents' um, VHS tapes, and you had to rewind it back to the exact time so they wouldn't know <laughs> that you were watching that the you porn. watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that with DVDs and the internet now. No, but, they got it on their phones now. <laughs> you can just go to the website. You had to rewind it back to fifty eight point point three five. <laughs> All I remember was the the TV, the fuzzy TV. If you move the um the um rabbit ears in, in a direction, you actually got a little bit of like the naughty channel that would come through. But it would only come through like for a hot second, and all you can hear was like the sounds or the little music, and then it'll go right back out. So my my parents didn't have no VHSs around the house. If they did, they hit them. They had a they did good because I I'm like say they had to have something. My parents were young. Like, early 20s, they had to have had something around their house, but I never found, I never found a porn. I never found the magazines. I never found the, the movies. Mm-hmm. I found, I had more movies, like, at my auntie house, watching them there, than I did at my house. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nobody watches porn. They never watched porn, I guess. Okay. I don't know, but well, I'm sure they had to have something. I don't know. So, so, yeah, this was a, this was fun. Weird. It's not weird. It's real. It's sex is part of a healthy relationship. Whether you're in a marriage or not, honey, y'all got to figure it out. And I think for us, it's always room for improvement. I mean, we 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 can always have better sex. And I think that it's, for me, I am in a much better mood the next day or the morning of or the evening of when I get some some good sex. And that's real. People are in a happier mood. The world would be a happier place if people got really good sex when they wanted it. And that's real. So that's what I'm on. I'm going, hey, 
New Year, I'm, I'm about to, hey, we're going to turn up and we're going to figure it out. New Year, new you. <laughs> That's what we say. New Year, new me. <laughs> so my husband deserves to have a happy wife. He deserves to have some happinesses. And that's what we own now. We working on fixing all those little pieces. A little bit of change. I'm trying to get some little Y'all hear them, right? You understand? You can't sit back and touch on with it. And it's identifying. I don't think it's embarrassing. Like, I don't find it embarrassing because... Clearly, we got, you know, attracted to one another by something. And I ain't ugly. So, my husband is sexually attracted to me, and I am sexually attracted to him. Good night, everybody. We're going to stop this right now. <laughs> and if you remember, there are two opportunities <laughs> for you to win prizes. <laughs> good prizes. Like, legit good prizes. So... Thank you all for listening to our episode. I don't know what we're going to call this, but I guess JP's going to come up. He comes up with the titles, everyone. Just letting you know. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie, by the way. Um, we are on all of the major social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, or AKA Meta. Are they still calling it that? Anywho, uh, Instagram, please find us, follow us, um, talk to us, join us. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Again, our Gmail account is paidinfullpod at gmail.com. That's P-A-D-E-N-F-U-L-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. Please give us comments, ideas, um, directions <laughs> for um, anything that you're coming up with. Some episode ideas would be nice. We have lots of ideas, but we're always out to listen to um, what our uh, people out here are talking about in the streets. So. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you at another episode. Do we have a, we got a closing? We got a closing? Sure, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, close us out, babe. Okay. Assurance of affection, emotional state of reaction, just a feeling of love, baby, I was lacking. You give a sense of pride, it tingles deep inside, you're all that's on my mind, the perfect peace and vibe. A simple smile provides, repair to my drive, the key to unlock, my second side. You're a virtue of God, Lord, I thank God, grace and beauty, damn you choose me. Hey, well that was a turn on. Oh, <laughs> Wanna I do something for you, a favor or two? If you're into that, then pull up. I love how you move. It's something you do that I need more of. So pull up, pull up, pull up. That I need more of. So pull up, pull up, pull up. Pull up. Did you miss me? Feel free to strip tease. Make them cheeks clap, baby. Right, left, Hercules. I'm here for the long haul. Cue the mid tempo songs. JP don't judge, but just don't get me wrong. You were more than anticipated. Maybe that's why I waited to full court pressure. Cause it's been a minute, my game's dated. All jokes aside, we were fated to be. Walking down the aisle, parents are kids, shit, I'm thinking three. Boy, girl, definitely give you all the best of me. From day one, I was born a king. Few questions, beautiful thing. What made you call? Were you having withdrawals? Can I show you a town trick? Any crazy in laws? What? Shit, I guess that's all. Shit. Yeah, I guess that's all. Yeah.